This episode of CRE Daily is brought to you by CRE Launch Pro. If you're interested in taking your investment skills to the next level with video tutorials, spreadsheets, downloads, and more, go to CRELaunchPro.com to get started today. Today we dive into the current struggles of office buildings and the evolving reality of the real estate market. The telecommuting culture, born from the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic, has taken root, leading to downtowns suffering from increased vacancies. A late 2022 study painted a grim picture revealing a real estate apocalypse with building values plummeting by an average of 44.8%. As we move into the third quarter of 2023, the U.S. office vacancy rate has exceeded 20%, a rate not seen since 2008. Major cities like San Francisco, Dallas, and Houston are experiencing vacancy rates exceeding 25%. In Canada, the situation is not as dire, but vacancy rates are still on the rise, reaching an average of 17.7% by the end of 2023. There's a two-pronged scenario, with Category A buildings having an average rate of 15.9%, while Category B buildings are facing a higher rate of 22.7%. Cities like Calgary, London, and the Waterloo region show vacancy rates as high as their U.S. counterparts. Christopher Siklis, Senior Vice President at DBRS Morningstar, explains that Canadian real estate is less competitive, with many owners being solid institutions investing for the long term, resulting in fewer fire sales. Additionally, Canada's more urbanized landscape is better suited to maintain thriving downtowns. However, the U.S. is grappling with the looming prospect of refinancing over half of its approximately $2.9 trillion in commercial real estate mortgages within the next 24 months. This poses a significant challenge for regional banks, which hold a significant share of these loans. Rising interest rates have weakened banks, and Morgan Stanley predicts a drop in commercial real estate value of over 40%. As banks struggle, there might be light at the end of the tunnel. Eric Compton, a stock analyst at Morningstar, believes that some banks will experience losses, but they will be manageable. Smaller banks with significant commercial real estate losses may face tougher times, but larger institutions seem to have sufficient profits and capital to weather the storm. Potential solutions involve alternative lenders entering the scene, providing loans at higher interest rates, which could mitigate the impact of the crisis. On the Canadian front, banks seem to be in a better position with office real estate loans making up a smaller proportion of their total assets compared to their American counterparts. In conclusion, the struggles of office buildings in the face of changing real estate dynamics present challenges to both the U.S. and Canadian markets. As we navigate these turbulent times, it's essential to analyze possible solutions and keep an eye on how banks and financial institutions respond to this evolving landscape. This is Tyler Cobble signing off.